You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. Okay, I'm sticking with Major League Baseball, one that starts in about a half hour. I was I was on the edge. I was saying, do I take the Detroit Tigers as a dog, uh, currently plus 133 on the money line? So I, I think that's nice. that's nice. worth it. 2-1. You got Just it. like that, the Hollywood script continues. Akil Badu wears a crown to give the Tigers the win. On the BetQL Audio Network. Nobody, and I mean nobody in the world, is hotter Major League Baseball than yours truly, Joe Ostrowski. Also with Ryan Horvat, EP Eli Herskovich, board op Jake Kassan, directing Dylan Burns, and on graphics, Jake Galley. We have a Masters Blowout show for you today. The day before it all gets started at Augusta National. Chris Felica will be here in 20 minutes. The Bear from ESPN. Huge golf guy. He'd always been to Augusta many times. Our friend Kenny Kim will share his picks. Peter Jennings will be here. I, I wonder if he's played before. I'm going to ask him that if he's played Augusta National before. I can't wait to, to break all of this down. And MLB card will hit on some NBA. But Horvat, I'm a little concerned. And we're not even a week into this season, Major League Baseball. I I think I've missed one bet in a week. Really? Yeah. I think I've missed one. And I will be the first to admit, so that highlight you just heard coming in, there's some luck there. That's an extra inning game. Got the dog. Okay, came through. Uh, they won in 10 innings. Detroit over Minnesota, 4-3. to three. And I was on the Washington Nationals. First game of the season, you give me Max Scherzer on a discount at minus 115, minus, minus 120. I don't care the opponent. I'm not worried that it's probably going to be the team that's going to end up winning the National League East, even though they're off to an awful start. I will bet on Max Scherzer every time. I bet on Max Scherzer. And was there luck? Maybe his one-run game. He was at peak Scherzer to start the season. Did have nine Ks, but allowed four runs. So maybe there's a little luck there. White Sox against the lefty. Talked about earlier this week. You do it every single time. It came through and back-to-back nights on the West Coast for the Sox. That was a strong play. I mean, that was uh, over fairly early. White Sox gets left. You just bet it, and they keep uh, winning money for you. Yeah. I was also on the Lakers last night in what appeared to be kind of a must-win spot because they need to stop sliding in the Western Conference playoff picture. So a great night here. Uh, but I, I am concerned. When is the MLB regression monster coming for my ass, Horvat? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And especially in baseball, you just really never know. 
And that's where I'm going to be putting most of my focus right now. Like with the NBA, the next couple of weeks, Joe, especially before we get to the playoffs, I'll probably pump the brakes, maybe look at some player props. But just, I mean, 90 minutes before tip, guys are sitting. You're wondering about motivation going into the playoffs. I, I have on a nightly basis, man. I talked a little bit about this with Preston, and he, and guy that runs the numbers like he does, like yeah, he's he's not betting a ton right now. On a nightly basis, I don't have much interest in betting the NBA. Are you you're still doing it? No, not not so much. You know, I'll find yeah. a game here and there. Like last night, I did. I was also with you on the Lakers. Um, I was on the Golden State Warriors because I knew there was an outside shot. Giannis wasn't going to be playing in that game, so I had a nice night last night. In fact, you know what? And I'm with you on the regression monster when it comes to Major League Baseball because I've also got off to a really nice start. And thank God on Monday night that we hit all those games, including the Giants, the White Sox, because um, I had to stay up until 4 a.m. just to chase my money back, get my money back from the Zags, those futures. Last time I ever play a future on a favorite. My only loss yesterday, Joe. <laughs> wait, wait, did you did you hedge it? We You weren't here yesterday, so. Yeah, yeah, I did, but still um, – I still lost a pretty good chunk of money. And that was the first time ever in my life that I ever played a future where I took the favorite. And you know what sucks is that I went back and forth finding good value on Baylor. And, you know, we talked about it all day long. I I, I kind of saw that coming because Baylor's just so tough on the offensive glass. Obviously, if they shoot 60%, 70% from three in the first half, not a lot you could do about that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm back now, though. The only loss I had yesterday, it's funny that you uh, bring up the Nationals and the Braves. Because even with Scherzer on the mound, I was just, you know, I'm, I keep waiting for Atlanta to get right. And it's early in the season. So no they big will. They will. They will. 100%. Yeah. But, you know, I miss doing the show with you when I have to go, when I do mornings in Milwaukee, because I don't get off the air until about 1030. And then by the time I get home, it's usually like one o'clock, 130. So yesterday I wasn't watching the game, but I was getting my updates, my notifications on my phone. Right. Three nothing. The, the Braves go up in that game. Okuna homers, Freddie Freeman homers, Swanson homers, 3 nothing, And then all of a sudden, uh, I do my other things, get some work done, and I come home, and somehow uh, the Braves lose once again 6-5. to five. So shout out to you. I was also on the White Sox last night. So it's been a really good start to Major League Baseball. Um, but I'm with you. Like, I'm waiting for the regression because it's just too good to be true right now. Uh, to the NBA point. I mean, there's just so much going on. We just wrapped up March Madness. We have a golf major that kicks off tomorrow. We're going to break that. It's not just outrights. We're going to talk about matchups, all sorts of derivatives that are available because the Masters, they offer more than any other tournament the rest of the season. Uh, but full swing with Major League Baseball every day, NBA, NHL. If you're betting the NBA every night, and it's cool if you are, even though these numbers are super tight and we've been talking about that on the show. They've been that way for about a month. It's just, is it, is it enjoyable to you? That's what I would ask because you have to put your life on hold in some ways. An hour before these things tip, whether it's six o'clock central, seven central for me, or it's a West Coast game, you have to put your life on hold when you're betting these games if you want to have an advantage because you need to know about the inactives. And unlike the National Football League, you don't know when they're going to pop. You've, you've got to have the notification, the Twitter notifications set on your phone and just constantly be uh, scouring the Internet to see if there's any new information out there. I don't find that as enjoyable, you know, especially when we have so many other options right now. No, I'm with you. And I'm finding better value, more value on two to three 
props per night. Like if there's something that I really like trying to find value, trying to hit these numbers early on in the morning, like that's what I did today. There's two props I really like in the NBA tonight. And the beautiful thing about that is, okay, so yesterday, everybody, everybody that I know was on Milwaukee. And I knew, like I said, there was an outside shot that maybe Giannis was going to sit because he's had some knee tenderness, meaning um, the playoffs are only a couple months away and they want to be fresh. You know, I don't think they care so much about that one seed. But again, so why I like the player props, if 90 minutes, 60 minutes before tip, you find out Giannis isn't going to play and you have Giannis over 12 and a half rebounds, you're not going to lose any money. You don't have to hedge out of that situation. You're just, you know, that bet is going to be void. So if anything, I'm finding better value in the props right now and uh, staying away from the sides, you know, totals hit or miss. Um, but right now in the NBA, not seeing a whole lot of value with the playoffs approaching and with a lot of these teams, like a lot of teams know what they want, right? Like a lot of teams are going to rest. Uh, there are some teams that will probably look for that number one seed. Like out West, I don't think the Suns are going to use a whole lot of load management, but the Lakers don't care about the yeah. rest of the regular season. You know what I mean? And then if you look in the Well, East, they, they got to avoid the play-in. They got to yeah. stay in the top six, which they're in danger of falling into that category. Yeah. And then, but Joe, like the other thing is then you have some teams who are full on trying to tank right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, Oklahoma yeah. City, they are full on trying to tank. But still, every single night when I fade the Thunder, you know, even if they're 10-point dogs, they show up. And, and it's a close game going into the fourth quarter. So I'm with you on, on the NBA right now. Sticking with baseball and then obviously with the Masters, man, I just want to dive in because there's so much. You know, with outrights, I'm only looking to play like two or three outrights. Um, yeah. Last time we had the Masters, man, we had nothing else going on, and I was starving for sports. So I just dove in, and I played five or six outrights. I was playing head-to-heads, top yeah. ten is best balls. And I ended up hitting an outright and still only walked away with like 150 bucks. So I don't want to tie up all my money all weekend long, but it's just – it's such a great weekend, man. It's hard not to. Yeah, I wouldn't say uh, betting five or six outrights is wrong. It just – Depends how you do it, how you have your the units that you're going to be wagering on the event allocated. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are different many different ways to do it. Some people just do a couple, some do five or six, and then they bet smaller amounts. But yeah, like you said, there there's just so much available. Uh, it's going to be great. We have, like I mentioned, three fantastic guests coming on to break down the Masters, and we're going to do it uh, throughout the show as well. Again, Chris Felica, Kenny Kim, Peter Jennings on the show. So do not go anywhere. This is BetQL Daily. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. The show airs live weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the Odyssey app. That's you can watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. The video stream also airs on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, and we're on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 HG2, the bet in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, 93.1 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. A couple interesting notes in Major League Baseball. Uh, this for Fernando Tatis injury, brutal, man. Uh, they should still be in the playoff picture. I expect that. I don't, I don't, even with a healthy Tatis, I don't believe many people expected the San Diego Padres to win the division which it still kind of baffles me why there's been so much money coming in on a team in this playoff format. You know they're going to have to play that coin flip wild card game to start things off. But either way, I still think they have enough talent, obviously, to, to hang around there in the playoff picture, even though they might not win the division. But I think that's always been the case. Slight labrum terror is what they're calling it. No surgery. So we'll see. But uh, the future's better than I am, Horvat. I was thinking about him before the year. I think we discussed him going into the season but 
if the Padres are as good as we expect them to be. But now, projection on the win total goes down a little bit, of course. But they'll still be there. Manny Machado, if they are in the mix, 90-plus victories, and he's a big part of carrying that offense, he's going to be in the middle of the discussion, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I found good value with him. And especially like with Tatis, you know, high expectations, just got paid a lot of money. He's pretty much the face of baseball. He's going to be on the cover of Major League Baseball, the show, whenever they finally release that thing. It should be released on opening day. That was quick. That was quick, right? Like, okay, so he gets injured. They're going to evaluate in 10 days. No surgery. That's a beautiful thing right there for him because there's a good chance maybe he's back on the field in two weeks. But also, Joe, the first five games of the season, again, small sample size, but he's really struggled. He's only hitting, what, 167? But that's not really what bothers me defensively. He's been a bit of a mess. Five errors already in only five games for the Padres this season. Now, he hit a bomb on Sunday, like a 460-foot homer against uh, the Diamondbacks, so I thought he was going to be back on track. Terrible timing for this injury. But he just signed a 14-year, $340 million deal, and it's been a little bit of a struggle to the start of the season. Now this injury happens, so you get him back on the field in two weeks. Is he going to be pressing? Is he going to be fully healthy, ready to go? Um, I'm glad that I stayed away from, from, from the Padres as far as those futures uh, because, like you said, I mean, they have to face Are you, are you buying a couple weeks, though? I don't know. I, I Probably not with them. Love their pitching. Yeah. Got to wait and see what, what Darvish is going to do, what Snell's going to do. We'll get a good idea today. Like you brought up Manny Machado, they still have all the talent in the world, but just that division, like we continue to talk about the Dodgers, but there's some sneaky teams in there as well, like the Giants, you know, and they're going to have to see them playing as well. I I hope it's only a couple of weeks, but it just seems it could be something that lingers or a few hints when the reports initially came out that, that made it seem like it would be a lot longer than just a couple of weeks. So we'll see uh, that. I'm not suggesting, by the way, Manny Machado go bet it right now because that number has obviously been slashed. What did you bet it at? Because I'm seeing it across the board at points, bet they have it at 20 similar number elsewhere. Yeah, 20, 25. But before this, do you bet it? But you bet it before the season or, or no? Before the season, I got 30 to one. On Machado. Okay. Okay. I was yeah. trying to I was trying to recall what exactly it was. Yeah, it was, it was 30 or 4 is a little higher. And that was like the only value pick that I really saw, just because like I said, everybody was talking about Tatis Jr. I'd probably still do 20 to 1, obviously, really good value there in the National League. And if, like you said, man, if they continue to win games and if they do it in this two-week stretch, because that's the other thing, like yesterday. Uh, they talked about maybe holding Tatis Jr. With, with this injury, without surgery, maybe it being a 10-day injury. But still, like you said, I mean, he just signed for $340 million. They're committed to him for the next decade plus. They're not going to rush him back. You know that. They're not going to rush him back. Yeah. Even if he says in 13 days and the trainer says, I'm ready to go, there's a good chance maybe they hold him out a little bit longer if they continue to win games. Now, if they have to rush him back, that's a different story. But I don't expect them to be you know, on, on a four-game losing streak, five-game losing streak here in a couple of weeks. They're still a good enough baseball team to win games. Uh, my bad, as you know, when we discussed it in the season preview, Corey Seager, his number is already dropping across the board. It looks like he's gone from 15 down to 10 to 1, which makes me feel great. So I'm not I'm not willing to jump on Machado, especially when we're talking about a couple of weeks. Like If you see a large number on Tatis, I mean – Two weeks is nothing in the grand scheme of 162. Right. And if you, if you still believe in him, if you're not into some some other players, if there's value, maybe that would be worth something. Yeah, and he's still 10 to 1, though. So it's still – there's nothing there. 
No, I don't see nothing there either. It's it's so hard to like handicap and like and like think of like the future market because I'm so used, even though it was only one year, that Fugazi 60 game season is like still in my head where I see could miss 14 days. Oh man, that's half the season. Then you're right. 162 games. We got a long way to go. So if you're an Atlanta Braves fan, maybe pump the brakes and stop freaking. We, we'll eventually win some games here. We are only three percent of the way into the season. Just yeah, you've got to ease up a little bit. I know. I know. I saw Eli wrote on the rundown talk about futures. I'm like, well, it's we're almost a weekend. <laughs> like there's a long, long, long way to go. But I, I do think that it's important that you should check in on the value and, and where the market is moving on certain players, at least on a weekly basis. If you're into betting MLB futures, well. We're into betting the Masters. So we're going to break that down with Chris Felica from ESPN. Next, get his t- outrights, matchups, all that good stuff from the Bear. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.